Hello and welcome back to Daily Business News with the latest business stories in just five minutes, seven days a week. Here are the top business stories for Tuesday, October 24th, 2023. Today's episode is brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed, available on iPhone and Android. First off, Focus Financial Partners CEO Rudy Adolph is retiring from the company he founded in 2004. He took the company public in 2018 and then sold it to a private equity firm this year. Dan Glazer, chairman of Focus Financial's board of directors, has been appointed interim CEO. Adolph, a former American Express executive, will begin handing over responsibilities to Glazer immediately. In other news, Chevron Corp. has announced plans to acquire Hess Corp. in an all-stock transaction valued at $53 billion. The deal extends Chevron's production and free cash flow growth outlook into the 2030S and supports higher distributions for shareholders. Chevron Chairman and CEO Mike Wirth noted that the potential upside could be significant due to the merger and the company's commitment to raising its dividend 8% and increasing its share buyback to $20 billion. Meanwhile, a New York jury has ordered Google to pay Ulku Rowe $1.15 million in damages for gender discrimination. Rowe, an engineering director in Google Cloud's office of the CTO, sued her employer in 2019 alleging she was paid less than male peers and was denied additional earned compensation granted to her male peers. Last year, Google settled a class-action lawsuit, accusing it of underpaying women and agreed to pay more than $118 million to over 15,000 employees. Next, Le Masurier's plan to build over 230 homes and a hotel with 103 rooms has been rejected for the second time by Deputy Minister for Environment, Deputy Hillary June. Deputy June stated that the plans would be overbearing and oppressive and detrimental to the character of the street. The developers plan to redevelop over two acres of land between Broad Street and Commercial Street, where buildings have already been knocked down to make way for the development. Also, billionaire investor Bill Ackman, CEO of Pershing Square Capital Management, has announced that his hedge fund has covered short positions on bonds due to global risks and a weakening economy. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell has stated that a slowdown will be necessary for inflation to return to the 2% annual target. Major banks, including J.P. Morgan, Citigroup, Wells Fargo, and Bank of America, reported slowing consumer spending in Q4. In other news, Wellington Access Ventures, a new dedicated fund and brand within Wellington's $1.10 trillion in assets, has raised $150 million for its debut. Led by four black investors, WAV aims to help early-stage startups with $1 million to $6 million in checks and access to Wellington's wider network. The fund's leader, Jackson Cummings, believes that opportunities and capital have not been equally accessible across the venture capital ecosystem. Next, Databricks, Inc., a $43 billion analytics firm, has agreed to acquire Arxion, an enterprise data company, for about $100 million. 
This acquisition comes after Databricks announced a $500 million funding round in September at a valuation of $43 billion. The company's CEO, Ali Godsey, stated that the acquisition was inspired by the CIO Summit's focus on data ingestion problems and the growing interest in generative AI. The acquisition is part of the company's AI push and is seen as a top contender for an initial public offering. Meanwhile, Vivian Schiller, executive director of Aspen Digital at the Aspen Institute and former Twitter Global News Chair, discusses the spread of misinformation on social media. She talks about the digital fog of war, the spread of rumors about the Israel and Hamas conflict, and more. Lastly, Pat Lavecchia, founder and CEO of Oasis Pro, has written about the potential benefits of the emerging world of digital securities. He argues that the decentralized finance system aims to eliminate the concentration of power, deter manipulation, corruption, and barriers to make financial markets attainable for all. DeFi was designed to promote anonymity and allow for more accessible lending and borrowing opportunities using blockchain technology. However, it also raises concerns about potential misuse and evasion of charges by criminals. Our top business stories for today are brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed. Download the free Blogcast app on your iPhone or Android today. If you enjoyed this, please consider listening to our other podcasts, Daily Tech News, Daily Science News, Daily Lifestyle News, and Daily World News. Thanks for listening. Blogcast.